Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. You know what time it is. It's time to talk films, music, life, good, bad, ugly, all the good shit in between. Pardon me, but tonight's going to be, well, every review is uncensored, but we are saying respect to the PR rep. We're not going to be dropping F-bombs left and right, but uh, this film hit me on a very personal level. It's called Chasing Train, like John Coltrane, Chasing Train, not like Chasing a Choo Choo. Uh, Anecdotes will allude to things that sometimes aren't in reviews. So again, we express our thank you to Falco for sharing this. We will give the tidbits and reviews because this was a great doc. Uh, narrated by Mr. Denzel Washington, who we'll just keep a little secret going on that one when it comes to talking pictures and Mr. Washington. Uh, John Coltrane, what more of an influence? Uh, Arguably, Miles Davis, there's so many things. We could debate art all day. But uh, when it comes to music, this superb, superb doc. I mean, let me tell you how superb this was. I woke up in a bad mood. I was not having it and i have no reason on the on the planet to be in a bad mood i'm just saying i'm not in the mood for the show i'm not in the mood for emails i'm not in the mood for calls i don't know what the hell is going to get me through this day i open my email the first thing uh john coltrane documentary and interviews with saxophone colossus sonny rollins who i've seen in berkeley mccoy tyner coltrane's pianist who i've seen here in costa mesa Common, who I've seen multiple times, and I won't discuss on air, but is the ultimate of a yin-yang life experience. I saw him one show, and it was the worst show of my life, not because of him. And then another great show I saw with him. Uh, Carlos Santana, I've had the good fortune to see by myself a few times, indoor, outdoor, with my mother, with my mother and my grandfather. Uh, President Bill Clinton, I obviously haven't met, but I did see him talk once at a, at a college event that we had. This film had its world premiere 2016 at the Telluride Film Festival and its international premiere at Toronto. It's going to be screening in New York this week, April 14th, and L.A. the 21st. Now, again, I can understand where listeners out there go, huh, but why this is going to Amazon and this is going to Netflix and it will be quicker. It will be light speed like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Uh, so don't worry about it. Mark it down because this is one of the best music docs I've ever seen. And I, I don't say anything that PR reps want to hear or, uh, filmmakers. Um, there's just no point in it. Uh, we're the people that run this show. We're filmmakers ourselves. So we don't want to hear smoke blown. So we don't blow smoke unless it's the good kind of smoke. Uh, anyways, Sorry, not completely appropriate, but jazz is not appropriate. Blues is not appropriate. The stuff these guys, John Coltrane, lived through was not always appropriate. So we're going we're gonna to talk from the hip today. Now, what made this documentary, what floored me besides the music, if, if you're into Giant Steps, The Love Supreme, if, if you know, you know, it's, it's hard to decipher how to review a Coltrane doc because anybody who's going to watch a Coltrane doc isn't like, who's John Coltrane? You know, they're going to know he worked with Dizzy Gillespie. They're going to know he worked with Charlie Parker. They're going to know he was in Miles' band. Uh, there might be a couple of tidbits about what led him to his spirituality years. 
but I, I don't think there's anything ruining by saying he, you know, his apex is a love supreme or giant steps is, uh, my God, every rock and roll guitarist on the planet solos like John Coltrane. But what I wanted to say was, was this movie was so great and personal and opened up and gave me epiphanies about my own life. And I, and I don't think a film can do more than there's those three E's and they're mentioned by so many filmmakers is to educate, entertain and elevate. And this film brought me some closure with some blues that I had and jazz is blues, blues is jazz, whatever you want to call it. And as I listened to these tidbits from Carlos Santana about what he wants to bring to an audience. And I listened to McCoy Tyner talking about uh, John Coltrane and I, and I'd seen saxophone Colossus, Sonny Rollins, who, my God, if you ever get to see him, he's still around. God bless him. The guy just brings it. I'm actually a bigger Sonny Rollins fan than John Coltrane and no disrespect, but I got hooked on Sonny Rollins one day and just, uh, it was just, there's actually an album out there. Check it out. It's called Tenor Madness. It's probably on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can, um, let me look that up for you real quick. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm so pumped right now that I am in such gratitude to be doing this. Here it is, Tenor Madness on Amazon Prime, uh, not streaming, unfortunately. This is the only time Sonny Rollins and John Coltrane jammed. They were in a studio, they were fucking around, and they, sorry, they started riffing, and you know how that can get, and this, te- this album, Tenor Mattis, was, mm, anyways, it was the yin yang because the other night I was really realizing I saw Santana with uh, the first woman I loved, and it brought me to this place where Santana said, Coltrane plays life. He doesn't play blues, jazz, he plays everything. And she introduced me to Coltrane, and it was this great moment where I thought, you know what? I, I'm not mad anymore, but I didn't need to be mad. It, it was life. And uh, that is probably, I can't think of a, of a higher thing that movies can do that anything can do to um, transcend. And that's, you know, why we're here talking about John Coltrane. Now, Sonny Rollins. Talk about a guy who's in his 70s. Looks like he's going to fall over, all due respect. Plays a 25-minute solo. This is the second point I wanted to reiterate about life, was that Sonny Rollins, uh, he he played a 25-minute solo. It put me to sleep. Um, and I remember telling my mentor, who turned me on to Coltrane and Dizzy and Charlie Parker and Miles and opened me up to everything, uh, I said, you know, man, shit, I saw him in Berkeley and, and, and we fell asleep. I was, I was there with my baby and, and, uh, we were in the Berkeley hall and I love Berkeley and, and I, and I, I snoozed for like 15 minutes. And I remember he looked at me and he said, so, and that was about 10 years ago. 
And that always stuck with me because I thought, who wants to go see Sonny Rollins fall asleep? Who wants to go see Santana and fall asleep? And when Santana said he plays life, I thought, you know what? In that moment, that was my life. My life was to sleep and was to enjoy the music. And that is what uh, Santana, Sonny Rollins, McCoy Tyner, the great Wayne Shorter, who I just saw at the Hollywood Bowl a few months ago, or no, last year, with Santana and Herbie Hancock has a jazz quartet. It looked like you were watching a jazz garage band of musical titans slash human beings in the Hollywood Bowl of all places, and people were walking out. It just floored me. Sorry if I repeated that. I just did a video interview of this, so if I made that point twice on air, I apologize. But uh, Wayne Shorter, you know, he's the guy um, coming out of, you know, uh, I discovered him. And there's just so many things with jazz. Clifford Brown, Freddie Hubbard, Art Blakey that this John Coltrane documentary takes you into. And I want to thank Courtney, April, uh, all the people that we deal with at Falco, this this documentary also opened the door to where Talking Pictures is going to be about musical films, uh, soundtracks. We've been wanting to bring in composers for a while, but this uh, this was just as enlightening as it got. And um, our sincerest gratitude uh, to all of you guys at Falco. With that, again, mark on your calendar. I, every week, I'm, this is the most arrogant I'm ever going to sound, every week or show, we bring you a good film. I screen the films, I screen the filmmakers, and I've had talks with PR reps. And if stuff ain't Pono and stuff ain't Aloha and the film isn't good, we just respectfully pass. So if I'm reviewing something, not saying I know everything, the film is worth writing down and out so please start a talking pictures list or who knows maybe after there's the 150 things that i have to do to run this thing i'll start keeping a list online and you guys can check it out but with that we're gonna wrap it up music's all timing it's my time to move on to the next thing peace aloha and no matter what you do make sure and watch a good movie tonight or in honor of john coltrane look up tenor madness giant steps He's in Miles' personnel on Kind of Blue, A Love Supreme, or just find something to rock out to, whatever floats your boat, man. Take care.